0: Hope you guys are having a great day today, and welcome back for another episode of the Matthew Spazitti program where we talk about financial freedom and economics. All right, guys. Hey, if you are joining me for the first time today, first and foremost, I want to say thank you, and I'd like to ask you to take the 10-episode challenge. What is a 10-episode challenge, ladies and gentlemen, is where you go back and you listen to the last 10 episodes. Why? Because... There's a lot of value in those last 10 episodes and we don't do news and economic data in a vacuum. So I'm going to be mentioning a lot of stuff that's back in those episodes. And you know, if you want to do more than 10, more power to you, I'd highly encourage you to do that. But minimum, I'm asking you to at least go back and do 10. I think you're going to get a lot more value out of it and you're going to be aware of the things that we're going to be talking about going forward in other episodes. So. Go back and do that, and you're going to get the most value out of this podcast. Also, if you love what I'm doing here, and please go over to iTunes and give me a rating review there. Ladies and gentlemen, it's one of the best ways you guys can support me in the show. You know, it doesn't take you very long. takes you maybe five minutes to go and do it. It's a very, very quick thing, and the main reason I ask you to do this is because it helps my show get on the map. Right. If you give me a rating and review, it helps me get my show out there. It helps rank the show. So it's very, very helpful if you guys do that. So if you like what I'm doing, you want to support the show, then please go give me a rating review. All right. So today, I wanted to talk about being thankful. And I think it's incredibly important, you know, as we are coming out of the end of 2020 and we're heading into 2021, you know, I don't even know what the New Year celebration is going to look like. You know, a lot of times the New Year celebrations that go over pop culture and all the kind of stuff that happened throughout the 2021 or the, that year 2020 um, or whether, whatever year it was, whether it was 2018, 2019 or, you know, so on. But, you know, they always do that. And I'm constantly wondering, you know, what is it going to be like this year? You know, there's been so much stuff. There probably isn't going to be a party in Times Square. Probably not. They're going to probably observe social distancing. It's probably going to ruin even New Year's, unfortunately. A bunch of morons have decided they know how to live our life better than we do, Uh, which is, of course, the case for bureaucrats and, and politicians. But the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, there is. While there has been a lot of bad stuff that's happened this year, I've heard it. You know, referred to it as basically one big massive dumpster fire. And while that is true, uh, I can't. I can't sit here and deny that that isn't true. But I will say that there has been a lot of really, really good stuff that has come out of this year. And I think it's incredibly important that we give thanks and we. We not only do we take time, sit back and spend some time highlighting the things that we are thankful for highlighting the positive things that happened i think if you guys haven't done that i'd highly encourage you i mean i would i would encourage you to do list at least 10 things that you are thankful for that you're happy that happened this year and i know that might be hard for some of you but i think it will give you a perspective that you need in order to view this year more so in a positive light so that it's not just this massive, negative, horrible year. Look, whether you want to admit it or not, there are were a lot of really, really, really good things that happened this year. You know, I'm going to be listing out a couple of mine. And, uh, you know, in this episode and whatnot, so, but there were a lot of great things that actually happened, right? So, and we need to be aware of the positives as well as the negatives. Otherwise, when we look back on it in our life, as we get older, we're just going to remember only the negatives. And ladies and gentlemen, that's not a life that anyone wants to live. I don't want to live that life. I don't want to only remember the negative stuff. I don't want to only, you know, be looking back on 2020 and remember of how crappy it was. I don't want to do that. There's a lot of things that happened in 2020 that I'm very grateful for. And frankly, had it not been for the virus, none it never would have happened. So I think it's incredibly necessary that we sit down and we think about all the great and wonderful things that happened to us, all the wins and successes that we've had, and just all the positive things that came out of this year in general. And I think we should really, really strive to do that. So, yeah. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into what I was very grateful for this year. Kind of what my life looked like this year. So, coming into this, um, you know, this year, I had recently just had a child, my very first child, and it was a it was a girl. So I've got myself a little a little girl who's crawling around and you know, doing her baby gibberish, baby babbling stuff. And she's also pulling herself up on things. And, you know, <laughs> it's it's the cutest and most wonderful thing ever. I've always wanted to have kids and I finally have my first child. And, you know, I plan on having more. Uh, I was one of six kids. So while I don't know if I want six children, uh, I do plan on having more than just one. But it, it ha- while it presented a lot of challenges this year in terms of scheduling, in terms of not really knowing how I was going to get all the work done, I even had to take a step back on a few things, you know, unfortunately, where where I was really enjoying it, but I just didn't have the time in the day because I'm also a stay-at-home dad. So my full-time job is to take care of my daughter. My part-time job is to do the podcast and everything else that I'm doing. And for a while, I was actually pumping out like four pieces of content, but that was because my wife was home from the virus. And ladies and gentlemen, if there's any one thing that I'm I'm very happy for, and, and there's more than one, but... One of the things I'm most grateful and happy that happened this, this year was the virus. Because it gave my wife the ability to see my daughter grow up. It gave my wife the ability to spend more time with my daughter. And if it hadn't been for the virus, she would have been at work. Which, by the way, she, she ended up getting laid off from anyways. So she would have sacrificed a massive amount of time to be away from our daughter for a business that wasn't even going to keep her around anyways. And you know, I think that's in- incredibly, incredibly important that we don't, that we realize to not sacrifice time with our family over a business. Because in the end, ladies and gentlemen, they're not really there. They, they don't really care about you. They do to some extent, but they're not going to be there at your funeral when you die. And I know that's a, that's a very depressing thing to say, right? Uh, and I don't mean to, I don't, I wanted this episode to be very uplifting. So we're not going to spend time on that. But whatever business you work for, if you don't if you're not financially free yet, don't give that business that you work for too much of your time. Understand that they're not going to be around for you for your entire life, whereas your family is. So make sure to spend time with them. Do not sacrifice too much for a company that will not hesitate to lay you off. And look, I mean they're not your family. Okay, I'm not trying to demonize the businesses for doing this, but this is just the reality of it all. This is the reality of having a job in the 21st century. Now, unless you know the owner or whatnot, maybe they'll be a little nicer about it, and maybe they will genuinely care to keep you on. But in most cases, they're not going to hesitate to lay you off, and so many, I see so many people sacrificing way too much for companies that really just don't honestly care about you, not in the same way that your family and your friends do. So be careful about how much time you give them. But that said, and by the way, she was actually able to get another job. She, she has another job now, and we're very, very grateful for that as well. But I'm just so happy that she got the ability to stay at home. And even with the new job, again, if it hadn't been for the virus, if it hadn't been for that, keeping people working from home and everything, my wife would have missed out so much on seeing our daughter grow up and seeing our daughter develop and learn how to crawl and all of that stuff. She would have missed out on a massive amount of it. And, you know, I mean, I would have recorded videos for her and stuff and sent it to her at work. But it's not the same. It just isn't the same. So I I can't express this enough, but I am incredibly, incredibly grateful that she got to, to be at home with me and with my daughter and everything. And while it it has presented a lot of challenges, you know, we have to share an office space that, that's challenging because I record audio and sometimes I get on video and stuff and I got to get the lights out and the camera. So it, while it does present challenges and whatnot, it's, it's not the end of the world. And, and in the end, it's just the pros far outweigh the cons and i and that's the the probably the thing i'm the most grateful for is just my wife having the ability to to just be home and see our daughter well okay probably second most the the first most is that i'm so grateful that i get that i have an opportunity to be a stay-at-home dad i have an opportunity to take care of my daughter and to spend so much time with her i mean it is a huge blessing and it's just been so precious and so fun and stuff, just seeing her grow up. And I mean, every single day when I'm not doing the podcast episodes, basically, I'm probably in the living room following my little girl around, crawling around and getting into stuff and playing and stuff and whatnot. And I'm following her around, making sure she doesn't hurt herself or get into trouble or what. <laughs> that's pretty much what I'm doing. If I'm not on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, that's what I'm doing. I, I love family. I love my family very much. You know, I love. I'm a big family guy, so it's just, that's kind of me. You know, that, that's what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that we, we had our, our first child, and I've just been able to see her grow up, and it's just been a huge, amazing experience that I, I wouldn't trade for the world, really. So that said, you know, I'm also grateful for this podcast and this has given me a great outlet to express how I really feel about things and and express who I am and all that kind of stuff and also just kind of share all the knowledge that I've been accumulating over the past, oh gosh, anywhere, I want to say seven years, maybe six years. But it's just you know being able to express my knowledge, being able to show you guys a different perspective, and just being able to show you guys my journey and share that with you has been huge and tremendous for me. And I, look, I mean, I love the show. I love what I'm doing here. I get energized by it. I absolutely love it. Well, I, hey, I'm not trying to say it's not there aren't hard times. Okay, I hate editing podcast episodes. You know, I mean, not not all of it is uh, you know candy, ice cream, and cake, right? Not all of it's great awesome stuff. You know, uh, to be to be completely honest with you, you know, there's a lot of editing that goes on. I hate the editing. I hate the editing of podcast episodes. I hate the ed- editing YouTube videos it just takes forever to do it, so I absolutely detest it. I loathe it. But I do love the show. I do love recording the episodes. I do love coming in here and sharing my opinions, sharing my journey with you guys and ultimately trying to create a community of people who all want to become financially free and live out their libertarian ideals, not just talk about them. So, you know, I'm I'm really, really happy. I'm really, really grateful for all that. And it's just, you know, so, I mean, the the show is growing, and I'm incredibly, incredibly happy about it. I'm just grateful that you guys are coming in here each and every day. And it's just awesome. It, it, it really truly is amazing and awesome. So I'm, I'm so happy for the show. I'm happy for my, my business that I'm working on. I'm happy for my trading that I'm working on. I'm grateful for all of that stuff. I mean, you know, I'm grateful for my wife's new job. I'm grateful for you know, the fact that we have so far been able to maintain being in this house. We were thinking that when my wife got laid off that we were going to have to sell. And uh, so far, we we haven't had to sell. So I'm happy. I'm very happy about that. You know, I'm very grateful for my health and my family and just there's a whole host of stuff. I, I could go on and on and on about the, the tiny little things that I'm grateful for, that I'm thankful for. You know, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm doing cool stuff. You know, I'm trying to chart my own path and become financially free and have that online business and, and that influencer kind of online business lifestyle type of thing, I guess. And I, you know, it's, it's really, really great stuff. And I'm, I'm very, very happy that I'm doing it. I'm doing something that the vast majority of people do not do. And I'm doing what I want to do. And while it's difficult, it's hard. It has been Amazing. It really has. So if you guys haven't started your journey to financial freedom, I really don't know what the heck you're waiting for. You know, frankly, you know, I understand time constraints can be an issue, but you can get started even if, in a, even if it's just a baby step. You can still get started. And it, it really is a very, very wonderful experience. And, you know, yeah, it's hard. It's not without its complications. It's not without its difficulties. I've talked about that in past episodes of the reality of it all. And it takes a lot of work. It really does. You're going to have headaches because of it, more than likely. But in the end, you're charting your own path and your own course. And you just—there's nothing that can make up for that. I will say this— no amount of money regardless of how good the job is in my opinion makes up for charting your own path and controlling the source of your income being in control and pursuing what you love pursuing what you do is huge for me because i don't know about you guys but i i didn't i don't like the idea of working just a normal job to have income that i hate which more than likely for me would have been the case had I pursued a a, a career with another company. I probably would have ended up in a play. I don't. I don't even know what I would have ended up being, You know, actually doing. But I guarantee you, I wouldn't have liked it. You know, I guarantee you, because I have always been the type of person where while I've had jobs, yes, although I will say I've never had a big corporate career oriented job. I've never had that. I never. I was never happy no matter where I was. And I'm, I'm finally happy doing what I'm doing. I finally feel smart and intelligent. You know, I'm going to tell you guys a story. For a long time, I used to tell myself I was stupid. I know. I mean, how awful is that? No one else was telling me that, by the way. It wasn't like my family or anyone was. I actually did, uh, my parents did a lot of testing because I actually do have some quote-unquote disabilities. You know, I've got, uh, let's see, I'm I, I have uh, ADD, uh, and I'm also I've got a processing disorder. So I can read something and it n- goes in one ear and out the other. So I got to reread it over and over again uh, before I finally get it. Now this helps with repetition, helps with memorizing things, but it actually makes it very, very difficult to uh, to perform well in school. And most of my siblings I was seeing were performing, and most of my friends, for that matter, were performing great in school, and I wasn't. So and this is before college. And this is a, well. This is before college, but this definitely played into college too. It was pretty much the same story there. Everyone else seemed to perform better, and I just didn't. I was not the best student. I tried. I I sat. Usually, I was in sat in the middle, maybe in the front. Yeah, but I, I took. I tried to take notes. I tried to study. Didn't really matter. I always struggled on the tests. I always struggled. I mean, I was homeschooled first and foremost, and I did fairly well with homeschooling. My mom kept us on the same schedule that uh, we would have at at a normal public school too, but it was still, though, it was different. You know, instead of being one of 20 kids, if not more, in one classroom, it was just me, some of my siblings, and my mom. That was pretty much it. So we, while my dad was at work and whatnot. So we had very individualized education, and it really really helped. Now when I got into college and everything else it 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 was a lot harder, but I will say that either way, I still struggled with exams. I still struggled with projects, projects I think I did better and papers I did better on than than uh, exams and stuff where I had to regurgitate data and stuff. I really you know, whereas a a project or a paper, you get to express how you understand in those. And I've always preferred those to, you know, regurgitating data on a scantron and and whatnot. But that said though, I just, for me, I struggled a lot. I struggled before college and during college. I struggled immensely. I would study for hours and hours on a test and still not get a good grade. Now I will say that towards the ending of, of my college career, my wife eventually graduated college. We ended up getting married, and then she helped me to ultimately uh, graduate and get good grades. And sometimes I think she helped me a little too much, but you know she helped me for you know with with regards to studying and and all that stuff. And it it really really helped it improved my grades a lot. I I eventually graduated. Uh, I think cum laude. It wasn't summa cum laude. I think it was uh, whatever is the middle of the road. Um, it wasn't like highest honors, but I graduated with honors. So I was really happy about that. But in the end, I just didn't ever feel like I was very smart. Everybody else got better grades. Everybody else did better. And I just never did. And that was the, that was the type of self-talk I had in my head constantly saying that I'm stupid, I'm dumb. And it wasn't up until I, I learned about, Forex trading, it wasn't up until I learned about options trading, and uh, Austrian economics, it wasn't up until then that I started to realize, hey, I now know things that the vast majority of the world doesn't know about. I'm actually quite, and I understand concepts that most people who I've always viewed as being exceptionally smarter than me don't know anything about. And now I feel like I'm incredibly intelligent. I'm incredibly smart. I just, and you know, once I learned about all this stuff, I just binged it. You know, I started studying. I, I loved it. I couldn't get enough of it. It made me feel smart. It made me feel intelligent. So I'm very happy to say I don't tell myself I'm dumb anymore. I am now on a much happier path. I actually have direction, whereas in the past I was telling myself I was stupid and I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do. Now, I know what I want out of my life. I know what I'm trying to achieve. I've got this big, massive plan that I want to to achieve over throughout my entire life. You guys have heard of it. Basically, I want to eventually become an expat, possibly give up my U.S. citizenship. That'll probably make a lot of you mad. And I want to grow an empire of rental properties and bank accounts in many different countries. And I want to have citizenship in all of those countries. And I, uh, how many? I don't know. As many as I can get. Just because I think that would be fun. I'm going to be collecting passports because I like the idea of collecting passports. Right? I, I'm going to be doing that. I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be really, really cool. And I'm very excited about it. I mean, it's going to take me forever to do it. You know, it's probably something I'm going to be doing all my life. But hey, that's that's fine. It's, it's cool. And I'm very, very happy about that. But before... I wasn't anywhere near close to that. I was struggling to get through college, struggling to find a job afterwards. And uh, I'm in a much better place now than I ever was. I now know what I want out of my life and everything, and it's really great. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever wondered why I preach this idea of financial freedom so much, it's because it changed my life if I didn't have certain mentors in my life who pushed me on to a lot of this stuff, and it wasn't mentors that I knew physically, it was mentors, not personally in my life, but mentors via podcasts, right? If it wasn't for mentors via the podcasting and courses that I took and whatnot, I never, ever would would be where I am today. The message is, is intoxicating, it's empowering, and it gave me direction when I had none. And it made me feel smart when I didn't before. That's a gift that I'm incredibly grateful for. And no amount of money could ever have given me. It's, it's truly a wonderful thing. So anyways, that's my story or part of it. And You, you, know, you guys have, have heard about the eviction and a whole host of other things that also prepped my mind for being able to do this. And this is why I say, you know, everything happens for a reason. Okay, I'm a Christian. I do believe in uh, I'm non-denominational, right? But I am a Christian. I do believe in God and Jesus and all that stuff. I believe He died on our cro- on the cross for our sins and everything. That, that, that's yeah, that's what I believe. You don't like that? That's okay. That's cool. You don't have to listen if if it makes you angry. But uh, you know that's that's what I believe. I'm unapologetic for it. But the fact of the matter is is that you know I believe that everything happens for a reason. And it's not really until, you, until it all happens and it's all history until we realize what that reason was. And there are some things that, we, that happen and we still never know what, what the reason really is. But I believe that we, can get, that we do get to learn about a lot of the reasons as to why things happen to us. But, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that, look, life is largely one big massive choice. Just like we have a choice with regards to our salvation and where we go after, after this life, we also have a choice of what our life is while we are on this earth, okay? And again, I'm not trying to be a Bible beater. Hear me out, all right? The fact of the matter is, is that your life is a direct representation of your decisions. If you don't like the way that your life has turned out, you can change it, Right? And when it comes to 2020, happiness seems like it's in short supply. But the funny thing is, is that happiness is unlimited. The supply of happiness is unlimited. It's just whether we choose to tap into it or not. Whether we choose to take our USB ports, where I always view our brains as a computer. Our brains as a computer and we got USB ports and USB plugs plugged into our brains. We're always looking for somebody else's brain to plug our USB port into, right? And uh, that's the analogy I I like to use. Well, the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, is that there is a massive, there's a whole computer out there that has tons of happiness. You just got to plug into it, right? Just plug into and download the happiness. How cool is that? (laughs) It's kind of a weird analogy when you really think about it. I mean, if you actually try to visualize what a (laughs) a computer brain of happiness would look like, (laughs) but you get the idea, right? Happiness is a choice that we make thankfulness is a choice that we make if you, there are many things that happen in life that we cannot control but we can choose how we react we can choose how we feel about it it's easy to wallow in self-pity trust me i struggle with it all the time it is easy to wallow in self-pity but the fact of the matter is ladies and gentlemen we have a choice And it's good to remind, I I try to remind myself that all the time because I really do struggle with that sometimes. But ladies and gentlemen, ultimately it is my choice to, to feel that way. I don't have to feel that way. I could choose to not. And some days I do. And some days I don't. You know, we're not perfect, right? None of us are. If we were perfect, then heck, I don't even know what the world would look like. I can't even fathom the world of perfect people because no one is. But the fact of the matter is being thankful and being happy is a choice. You're choosing whether you, if you want to engage in all the negativity and the dumpster fire that's out there, you're, you're choosing to engage in that negativity. You're choosing to allow those negative emotions to continue. You can make different choices that could alter your emotions. You're choosing not to. You're obsessing, right? But it, that's your choice. Again, we have a choice in this world. We are not, you know, people that where God has a magnifying glass and we're the ants and he's just like shining a light and we can't do anything about it. It's no, no, it's not like that. And, and even if you aren't religious and you aren't a Christ, uh, Christian or anything of the sort, we're not, life is not just this you know, computer simulation where we're all just in it and, and bad things are constantly happening. You know, if you've ever played SimCity, right, you cause like the aliens to attack or the dinosaurs or monsters, you cause earthquakes and acid rain and all this kind of stuff. Oh man, I remember that as a kid. It was fun. It was actually fun to build up a city and then kind of just, and then save it and then destroy and then revert back to the saved file. But anyways, (laughs) Oh, man, SimCity. Anyways, but the fun thing is that that's that's not reality. It's not like a computer simulation where it's like, oh, I'm going to throw some acid rain, huh? and the acid's actually going to be so toxic. It's going to actually melt the buildings. Oh, I'm actually going to, you know, send a dinosaur in to attack or, or a monster or whatever. Oh, earthquake here, tornado there. That's not how life is. Life is not a computer simulation where people are just constantly trying to, you know, torture you and screw you over. That's not what life is, ladies and gentlemen. Life is really a a choice. And the fact of the matter is we all make poor choices uh, more often than we'd like to admit. But, you know, in the end, it's our choice. And in the end, we can make better choices. So ladies and gentlemen, with that said, that's going to be the end of this episode. I wanted to just you know, share some bits of my life and share what I'm thankful for. Look, if, you, if you're having a hard time finding something you're thankful for, sit down and force yourself. Write out 10 things, 10 things that you're thankful for, and then thank God or thank whatever you believe in. I would say thank God, thank Jesus for all of that stuff that you're thankful for, because in the end, everything that we have is a blessing not just our finances, not just our material items, but our relationships. Everything we have is not ours. It's a blessing. We are merely stewards of it. So be thankful that you have it and be thankful for every form of blessing that you have been given in this world, because it truly is amazing. Uh, So, all right. Well, hey, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Not going to be doing any affiliate programs because, well, it's Thanksgiving. It's the holiday. I don't really feel like doing that right now. So, look, if you guys like the episode, please make sure to like and subscribe. And uh, also, make sure to head over to iTunes and give me a, a rating and review there. And if you are really, really enjoying this, uh, consider becoming a patron of the show and donating to the show. And, hey, also, one last thing before I go. If you guys are interested in getting involved in a program that I'm going to be doing here soon where basically I'm going to come in, I'm going to be reading articles from the Fee.org and the American Institute for economic research. I'm going to be reading a lot of these different articles, I'm going to be doing this service where that's basically what I do, I don't share any opinions. You know, I think there's a lot of people out there that they just, they really, really want to read that kind of information and keep up to date, but they don't actually have time to do it. So my goal was to come in and and actually do that for you so you guys can listen to it on your ride to work, you can listen to it maybe right before you're going to bed, maybe you can listen to it on your lunch break, whatever. I thought that that would be very valuable to you guys. So if you guys are interested in that, again, it's a service. It won't be free. It'll be paid for. I, I'm not really sure how expensive, but it would be easily affordable. But for the most part, what it is, is it's just me coming in and reading the articles and turning them into audio files so that you and, and centralizing it into one location, by the way, so you don't have to hop over to all the different websites, so that you guys can get the information. Now, I'm not going to be able to read every single article that they post, so just keep that in mind. But if you guys are interested in that, Go ahead, shoot me an email via Matthew at newmillenniumwealth.com. I will post my email in the description of the show notes page and all that. So if you guys are interested in that, please let me know. All right, that said, guys, sit down, be thankful, write 10 things down that you're thankful for and have a great, great time with your families. And, and uh, before I, I sign off, um, I want this is going to be the only episode for the week. I'm not going to do another episode. I got a lot of family stuff that's going on, obviously, with Thanksgiving and the holidays. Got family coming into town. So this is going to be the only episode I do for this week. And, and it was a relatively short one. So that said, guys, hey, be thankful. Spend time with your family. If you guys are engaged in toxicity, get away from it. Be thankful, be grateful, have a lot of great food, have a lot of great fun, enjoy time with your family, and enjoy life. And ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have anyone to spend Thanksgiving with, you don't have friends or family, look, get out there and go do something great for yourself. Say, screw it, I'm going to live my life. Get out there and go do something great. Spoil yourself. You know, go do something. Don't just sit around and, and, and be depressed. Get out there. Make life what you want it to be. All right. That said, ladies and gentlemen, if you will do all of that for me, I will see you guys in the next episode. As always, know the risks, plan accordingly, and have a happy Thanksgiving. See you next time.